Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 on 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark confess the waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I'm chilling, man. How about yourself? You know me, blessed more than I should be. You know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. How you doing, my brother? I'm good, dog. Just, uh, you know, same old, same old, man. Just... Just moving weekend to weekend, week to week, man. Yeah, ain't, man. Nothing, ain't nothing new. Yeah, <laughs> still man. in the crib. Still in the know? crib, man. Hey, still man, you got me doing push-ups and eating right, bro. Cause uh, April coming, man. So you know, hey, <laughs> you know, we got, we got, we got to make the link live. I ain't gonna, I ain't yeah, gonna yeah. Eat. That's why I just kind of, I kept it there. It, but the link, the link, the link up, going, the link up, gotta happen. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. No no doubt. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm definitely looking forward to that, man. It's gonna yeah. be a good time, bro. Yeah, likewise, man. Likewise. So, but yeah, man, we uh, we we this is a special episode, man. We hit a, a milestone, man. 250 episodes, man. Yes. Um, this journey yes. has been, man. You know, I I don't I don't really like. It, it's kind of gone by like man in a blur bro and we, mm-hmm. we're gonna get our guest on man because you know uh we're gonna get, get our guest on soon man because i think this is a special episode to have our guest on man and uh with them being a podcaster at the same time man so but yeah man um how you feel man 250 man i know you kind of came on board man you know we was already in progress man but 250 man how you feeling bro bro i'm feeling good dog uh you know even though i came you know, after the show is already rolling, man, I'm, you know, uh, I've been a part for a big chunk yeah, of that 250. Yeah. You know Some what of the saying? beginning episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. So I've been yeah. a part uh, for, for, for. Hey, man, I don't know if that's me or you, bro. You done froze up, G. Damn. TC froze on me, bro. John, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I, yeah, hey, well, that sound up. like TC done froze up on us. <laughs> well, why we wait on TC to get back, man? We got John from the John Effect Podcast. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's going on? First, I want to say congratulations. 250 is such a milestone, especially in this podcast community. So I salute you for that because you have put the work in and you have been beyond consistent in this game. Appreciate you, bro, man. And I want to give you the proper intro, man. So um, as we're waiting on TC to get here, man, I want to give John a big shout-out, man, like I did Jackie and I did Paco, man. John is kind of – not kind of. He is a huge – huge impact to this this the 
amateur podcast is what I would call it. It's what we have, what we've called ourselves this circle of about what you say, John, about 20, 20, 20 of us, man. Maybe yeah, about yeah, 20, 25. Yeah, 20, 25 of us, man. John has kind of been like almost like I would call like I told like I said Jackie and Paco and you know a few others have kind of been the glue of bringing all of us together in a sense and at one time i know john you know he got a lot of aks and i let him do that man he you know he was consi- <laughs> <laughs> considered the considered the 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 pie quarterback of all of us man just like that kind of like the head of all of us man and i i really appreciate you man and just kind of the support you've given the stakes is high man and regardless if it's a repost or whatever it may be man so i want to definitely uh appreciate you there man so shout out to you man Thank you. I received that. I really appreciate that. It's always good to hear great things about yourself from your peers, especially when it's mutual. So I thank you for that. I really appreciate the kind words. Right on, man. And let's 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 let me be clear about John. You got to be careful. Open up some of his Twitter, his Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be careful because John will surprise you, man. But, you know, we'll get to that, man. And. uh. <laughs> man, how you doing, man? How's life, bro? How 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 you doing in this pandemic time, man? And you know, we you know, how's you know, been staying at home and all that stuff, man. How how you been doing with that, man? Life is good um because God is good. Yes, um yes. I have been blessed. Like the pandemic in the beginning it was a little like, yo, when is this going to be over? Mm. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. So it, it gave me a lot of anxiety. But as the months have progressed and we're at that year mark, I'm I'm good. Like I'm just finally transitioning to working from home. I want to say I'm a little outside of a month working from home. It was an adjustment, mm. but it is what it is. You know, I'm going to keep pushing. So I'm thankful to still be employed, to be working because there are people out there that have lost their livelihoods because of this pandemic and their way of life has changed completely. So I'm not even going to complain that, okay, I don't get to go to an office. Yeah. I have to work in the confines of my home because it could be so much worse. So yeah. I'm good in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. Man, let's see if we can get TC back here, man. I don't know what he doing, bro, but he just disappeared okay. on us, man. Let's get him here, man. I want him to join this, man. And I definitely want to, let him you know i spoke you up big time man as we were preparing for you to come on the show and i definitely want him to be a part of this conversation so i don't know what just happened to his uh he said well we're gonna keep on moving bro <laughs> he'll be back man we'll get tc back man and before we go man i do i want to thank jared man jared uh jared was our last guest I want to send him a shout out, man. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go to any of our social media at Stakes is High Pod at uh, any at Instagram, Twitter, and all that good stuff. As you know, TC does this, but um, please uh, yeah. like, repost, do all that good stuff. If you want to email us, email us at Stakes is High Pod at Gmail dot com. Um, yeah, yeah, hit us up, man. TC, TC does that, but yeah, you know what to do, man. Hit us up. This is our episode 250, and we got John here from the John Effect podcast. So, we're gonna vibe out, man. Hopefully, TC get back here soon. If not, man, we're just gonna keep moving, John. So, man, um, sounds like a player, man. I, I let's jump into the conversation, man, about uh, 
first and foremost, man, tell us about the John Effect podcast, man. I know uh, I tune in weekly, and uh, thank you. I yeah, that. yeah, man, Max definitely making sure that I'm you know reposting, man, and I'm ready to do one of those intros for sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, oh, okay, I'll let you know about that. I'm down right. for a drop. All right, cool, cool, man. But tell us about the podcast, man. How'd you start it, and you know what, 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 what influenced you to start the John Effect podcast, man? Okay, so I'm going to try to keep it light. So initially, I was just a podcast listener. Like, it was 2014. I was listening to podcasts, you know, just feeling myself out. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. I never once thought, yo, I want to do what these people are doing that I'm listening to. Well, I had a friend at that time. We had been friends for quite some time. And at that point, podcasting was becoming all the rage. So she suggested, hey, I want to do a podcast. I was like, okay, cool. She's like, will you be my co-host? I'm like, sure, why not? You know, it, it seems easy enough, whatever. So we recorded an episode and I was feeling a little weird about it because it seemed like she was, I want to say she was channeling the read mm. and I was familiar with the read at that time. So I was like, ah. I don't know if I really want to go this route. So, you know, we chopped it up. And then for some reason, that recording never got published or whatever. So she said, let's do it again. So this is, mind you, this is three weeks later. And at this point, we have the name of the show. We don't have show art at the time. Mm -hmm. So she's like, yeah, we're going to do the podcast. And, you know, I'm going to upload it. Mind you, I have no idea of the inner workings of who's going to host the podcast What's really entailed with this? And she's like, let's do it. So we record the episode and I'm like, okay, so when's it going to drop? And she's like, oh, it's going to drop tomorrow. So I hit her up the next day and I'm like, yo, what's going on? So mm -hmm. we spent three hours doing this and she's like, yeah, it was something going on with um, the server. It, it wouldn't upload. And I'm like, yo, wait a uh, minute. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we recorded for three hours you chopped it down to an hour 15 now you're saying it's taking forever to upload i said okay cool i said thank you i left mind you we're co-workers we're friends we're still talking and i'm just like okay this isn't gonna come out so we're going on day to day three weeks goes by and there's no show and i'm like okay mind you i've already been bit by the podcast bug because i'm you got me invested in this. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. even thinking about it before. So at this time, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts hosted by Drama Dupree, who was at that time hosting Rumi's The Podcast. I said, you know what, John? Fuck it. I'm going to try it on my own. And if it works out, great. If it doesn't work out, at least I tried. For sure. So I went to him. He became my mentor. He became my OG. He's my OG at this point. He is my creative director. He actually came up with the name of the show, gave me the artwork, gave me like a, a list of notes of things to do. And from there, I just hit the ground running. I'm just like, Man. I'm gonna figure this shit out. Like, and then it was crazy because when it was time to upload an episode, my first episode, I'm like, yo, this took 10 minutes and I recorded a 40 minute episode. What the hell was she doing that it was taking 11 <laughs> hours? But I, but I digress. I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. And then I just maneuvered and I learned. And 
you know, drama was my, is and still my mentor. And he gave me notes and he would meet once a week, you know, via phone call. And he would say, these things you did great. I want you to work on these things. And it's uh, just been that same process where I'm like, yo, I'm receptive. I'm a teachable spirit. Yeah. And that's pretty much where the John effect has come to almost five years later. Damn. Yeah, man. Um, you know, man. We, I'm back. Okay, yeah. What well, if TC's back? <laughs> What's man. up, bro? Uh, hey, I, I jumped back and, and John was going in, bro. I, I was like, I don't, I don't know what I missed, but. Nah, man. We kept rolling, like, man. Like some good info I missed out on. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back, bro. We kept on rolling, man. So, John, man, just kind of gave us the reason, you know, he jumped into, you know, why he started the show, man. And, um,. And, you know, just the ups and downs that a lot of people have with starting the first podcast, man. Uh, I like like John, I, I started a show in the beginning with some bros, uh, Derek and Tion, man. And just time yep. just didn't allow us to continue. And like you, John, I, I was like, nah, man, I got this bug, bro. I got to keep doing this, man. <laughs> this is fun. Right. And, you know, I went solo and then, you know, had a couple, you know, in TC here now. So, man. Um, man, what is I even had a a, a moment? You oh know yeah, I mean? we doing yeah, the, Wolf, the Wolfpack joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, before I came on with you full time, and I was linking yeah. with them with my with my boys, and we was you know doing episodes here and there, and then same thing as far as schedules and people not yeah. uh, being as committed or invested into it, and just kind of like fell by the wayside. So when I was done with that. He was like, hey, yeah, you want to yeah. come to death row? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bet. Let's do it. Let's do it. John, what is, uh, what is, tell us, uh, you know, how you just told us how you started, man. And I want to get into, you know, some other things that we got on. But I do want people to know where they can find a John Effect and kind of tell us like your target audience and, you know, what what is, what is the premise of your show? Right, so you can find me on most podcast platforms and save, uh, our heart, uh, our heart radio and Spotify. Not there. Don't really have a, a inkling to be over there. But everywhere else, for the most part, you can find me. Target audience. I don't really have a target audience. I I always approach it like this. I want the guys. I want the girls. Yeah. I want the gays. I want the older people. I want the young set. I want everybody. I I want to be able to permeate and touch all demographics. So I don't just you know, funnel it to one demographic. And it's funny because, you know, I've been labeled and, and tagged probably the early part of my podcast career that, oh, your audience is gay. And I'm mm. like, ah, I don't really think so because I don't think that I host a gay podcast. No offense to anyone that hosts a gay podcast. I may mm. happen to be a gay man, but I don't host a gay podcast. I host a podcast that I want to be able to connect and, you know, interact and, you know, vibe with all of the listeners. I don't look at it like, oh, I just want to reach the gays. Like, I feel yeah. like you cut yourself short. Yeah, nah, man. When I listen to your show, it's it's definitely not about, you know, it's you you talk about everything. You know what I'm saying? So right. for, for someone who said that, man, they must not listen to your show because, you know what I mean, I don't, I don't think you ever have focused on, you know, the show being – primarily for gays yeah so. <laughs> so. I, I, you, but you you would be surprised like people think that i'm like nah yeah and then i get the issues where it's like oh you're trying to pander to the straight audience and i'm like no i'm not trying to pander to anybody i'm trying nah. to get all of the listeners yeah, i want right. everybody i don't, hey. don't want to just pander. so 
He ain't hey, trying to be put in a box. Yeah. Hey, he ain't Thank trying to. Thank you. That's what I be saying. He ain't trying to pander to. box. He ain't trying to pander to the gay or to the straight audience. You follow this nigga on Twitter, you gonna get a surprise if you open up a Twitter one of his tweets. One day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I, hey. I, but I do know that the majority of my audience, actually, I, I ran some demos and some analytics. Yeah. The majority of my audience is slightly more female than male and then more so heterosexual than which i'm like weird but it is what it is so yeah man nah man good content is good content bro you know what i'm saying i was gonna say that that ain't even weird to me man because i feel like a lot of women you know look for that gay male best friend you know what i'm saying so that makes a lot of sense to me that but I got but with this is the prim- yeah primarily the the listeners yeah but I wonder is that the truth I wonder if that's the case with podcasts in general man because if you look at our demographic it is majority you know we look at it's more majority of a women following you know what I mean so it's just interesting right. it's interesting man you said something John I want to transition to that man because um as of recently man we've been having conversations and i know you sent out a tweet man uh that was that you at me on man and i think i was on the no not think i know i was on a night show and yeah. um yeah man and i kind of want to talk about that man i want to talk about you know you being uh you know openly gay and okay. um you know uh just kind of having that conversation because man the way you the way your show is, you know, I would, you know, I don't think you, your target audience is the gays and you are very open. Like I said, I jokingly say I follow you on Twitter and you will, you, you know, every blue moon, <laughs> you, you know, I, I jokingly say that, man, but you know, I'm about to be like, you got what, what John done put up. I uh, mean, I ain't opening this, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but man, um, you know, and just knowing you coming into the, you know, not knowing your your background outside of kind of knowing you through the podcast world, man. Let's talk about, you know, your background, man, and just, you know, where you from, man, and just kind of like let's tap into, you know, uh, you know, when when did you know, like, you know, you discover you was gay? How, how that how that transition and everything like that, man? All right. So a little backstory. Uh, I'm originally from Potomac, Maryland. I transitioned to Virginia, southern part of Virginia in the late 90s um when i i guess when did i realize i was gay oh that's a hard question because <laughs> honestly at first i didn't i didn't know what gay was like the world around me knew what gay was and i mm. think there's a twofold to that there's gay in the straight world and then there's gay in the gay world so initially like I would see things like on television. I think my first introduction to what gay was was probably watching the Ricky Lake show. So I was witnessing Dang, this. He took it back, Ricky Lake. Lake. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, I'm like I'm like ten or eleven, and I'm watching this, and they're saying gay, and I'm like, well, what does that mean? Mm. It probably would not be for another maybe five or six years where I was like, oh. I think I might be gay. But yeah, it was um I was hanging out with some friends and not to go I'm not gonna go into everything about that, but we were hanging out and they suggested to play Truth or Dare and I'm like, yo, there are no girls here. Like it's just like three of us. Like this is I, I don't understand. But yeah, so you know, the ramifications from those events, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe I at that point, I wouldn't say I was gay. I was like, 
I knew that I liked other guys. At mm. that point, I was still interested in girls. I still had girlfriends from time to time. And they wouldn't be until, I want to say, maybe junior year of high school. So again, this is like super early 2000. I'm like, yeah, I'm gay. And I wouldn't come out until, I wouldn't officially come out until like 2000 to 2001. So I've been out for the past 20 years. Damn, but okay. it was a slow journey because at first you're like, Oh no, I'm not gay. I'm bisexual. Just because it's more digest, people are able to digest being bisexual for some reason in the black and brown communities, opposed to just being gay. And then it was like, you know what? I'm going to live my truth. I'm gay. Like okay. It, okay. you either going to accept it or you're not. If you do, great. If you don't, well, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You said something earlier, man. You said there was two gay. You said gays. You said gay in the gay community and gay in the straight community. What what is what is that what does that mean, man? Okay, so when I say when you're gay in the straight community and I, I hate to phrase it like this or frame it like this, but as an overall, like the general public, being gay in the straight world is like, hey, you're John and you happen to be gay amongst everyone, the straights you know, the gays, this, that, and the third. And then you have gay in the gay world. It's like a pot, I want to say even like a pocket universe where it's just other gays, it's other members of the LGBTQ, transgender, bisexuals, uh, pansexuals, things of that nature. So it's a thing where they kind of cross and they overlap, but they don't because there are things, there's a whole dichotomy in the gay world that doesn't even compare to the straight world and there are things in the straight world that don't compare so you kind of have a duality when it comes to being gay because the experiences that you have mm -hmm. and how you lead your life are going to be completely different because those two worlds are are so different where they do intersect so it, it's it's really hard to articulate it because you you it's an experience that you live like when you're gay in the gay world you are more secure because for the most part the people have your back they understand your struggle because they've lived the struggle opposed sense. to yeah i'm in the straight world and you're my homeboy you're my homegirl and you respect me and you don't look down on me or anything but you don't understand the trials and tribulations yeah. because yeah. you're not in this world mm. that makes sense hey um, bro if you remember mj, MJ kind of said something along the same lines when, the, when like, they say you a new gay like when they yeah, was like yeah new gay. It's yeah like you barely yeah. scratched the surface and, and, and you know he was saying like how is so much you know it, he still need to learn he had his thought you know what i'm saying but it's so much he need to learn yeah so yeah that's interesting that's very interesting yeah but the way john just put it it makes a lot of sense like you know i accept you but i still like you the homie i accept you 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 know you my people and i even may defend you but at the same time i just still i can't understand it completely you know what i'm saying so, exactly yeah yeah um you said you came out, man, and um, one thing I can say, man, you know, just just knowing you from social media and listening to your show, um, it's kind of like what I asked Jared last week, uh, TC, and I tried to do your your spiel, bro. I jacked it all up, man. So before we continue, <laughs> TC, where can they find us? And if they want to listen to any of our past episodes, where can they find us? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. At Stakes is High Pod, that's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, 
please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. Chill. All right, yeah. man. That's I probably, the only part I got right was probably the last part. Like the email. Chill. No, the email list. I ain't even oh. trying to do the <laughs> Yeah. But John, uh, I asked our I asked our guest last week, man, because I knew our guest since college. And right. he, he had a he's always had like this certain type of like I don't give a fuck about himself and he had like this type of, like a confidence about himself um that he displayed of course to to the outer world you know what I mean so I, and I think you display that too man when I look at you you're confidently gay you uh you don't bite your tongue on social media and like you said no. man you made the decision to say yo look man accept me who I am I'm gay and I think a lot of people who come out there who come out the closet and live their truth and being gay man it has to take some type of bravery and confidence to do it man because the world we still live in a world that just don't truly except gays like you know it, it's nope. still it's still a it's still a battle you know what i mean so i guess my question to you is kind of like what i asked jared man where did that like that confidence come from where did that be able to stick your chest out and say how you feel and what you feel what how'd you get that man where did that come from where did it come from um i want to say the foundation of my parents and the household that i grew up in like i was I grew up in a household where I was the only child. Like I, my, I have an older brother who, you know, lived with his mother and his stepfather. But mm -hmm. with my parents, like they were a little bit older, so they didn't anticipate having me. So it really wasn't a bunch of babying. Like you're having a child, but you would think, oh, you're gonna treat the kid like a kid. But from as early as I can remember, like they've always treated me as an adult. They've always said, yes, you have all of this privilege within this household. We've made so much for you to have these things. But when you go into the real world, you have to fight. You have to be strong. You have mm. to be twice as hard. And as cliche as it sounds, to get half of the recognition. Damn. And I've just gone from that to let you know that I'm here. That's what's up. I'm not going anywhere. So this is you're either going to fit in or I'm going to move around you. But that's what it is so yeah, yeah, it sure. came from that because that's what my family's always instilled in me so Man. it's it's always like i can say this it's always been like that i can think back to even elementary school like this has always been who i am at to the core and it's just evolved as i've grown up and i you know evolved as a person so i don't know that i've never not been like this that's what's I up, feel man. like that's typical in black households too, man. Like you know, parents like kind of telling you know the children like, "Hey, you gotta, you gotta be twice as good." You know what I'm saying? When you get out there, no matter what it is you're facing, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, job, right, yeah. sexuality, whatever it is, hey. You need and it to starts off with your skin color. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight up, like, hey, listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what's interesting, man? Like John, John, you answered almost the exact same way that Jared answered, man. He said it started with his parents giving yeah. him that confidence, giving him that 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 foundation of, you know, just 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 being, you know, like, hey, you gotta you gotta confront this world. You know what I mean? So that's that's it's it helps me parent a lot. When, right. when I hear things like this and when I hear, you know, people that I, I speak to that, you know, that I admire that they have that kind of confidence and they have that kind of like, I don't give a fuck. 
I it makes me want to make sure that I give Tice that confidence and make sure that I give right. him that foundation to be like, hey, man, you're going to stick your chest out and say it with confidence, even if, you know, you're going to attack the world this way. No matter what, whatever you got, be confident about it. You know what I mean? So I appreciate people like y'all, man, and just being able to, to share that, man. So um, you said your parents, how do they take on you coming out and saying that you gay how did they how how was that conversation and how did they accept that well it's it's a little a little off because i never got to come out to my father because he passed away before i even could really wrap my head around what this was but we had a great relationship like i i don't even if he even thought so he never brought it to my doorstep and said hey are you gay are you you know this that and the third mm-hmm. but my mother she'd it kind of she took it kind of hard and i was a little surprised that she did because you know she would tell me stories when she was you know in college and high school and that you know she had gay friends and when i finally broke it to her she was not as accepting um mind you this is Mind you, this is like 2001. So mm-hmm. where we think we're diverse and inclusive now and gay is acceptable, 20 years ago, that was not the case. <laughs> yeah, so right, right. here I am coming out to my mother who's in her late 40s, close to 50, and I'm still in the house because I haven't gone off to college yet. I, she didn't kick me out. She didn't say, oh, I don't love you. The same, I, I think it was that standard, you know, trope where it's like, I love you, I love you unconditionally, but I don't approve of your lifestyle. And I'll mm. never approve of your lifestyle. And I'm just like, well, okay. It's funny because when I came out to my grandmother, who's my best friend, she was, to this day, she is still super accepting she's always asking are you seeing anyone i saw somebody at the pharmacy uh if you'd like i can i'm like (laughs) grandma trying to hook it up (laughs) i would have loved for my mother to be as accepting as my grandmother was but she wasn't and when she passed away you know she still wasn't accepting like there was no you know, disrespect. I mean, there would have, there were times where you know she would say some some things, but this is my mother, so I can't, I can't react uh, like I want to. I can, yeah. I can give you a side eye. I yeah. mean, you only gonna say so many faggots and punks so many times, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna be quiet. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. She's so, coming hard. Man. Yeah. So let me ask you, so let me ask you a question, man, because I, I think when we had MJ on, I think I may have asked him this. Like, when you came out, was there people like? Man, we've been on this. Like, was it like, we ain't surprised? You know what I mean? Was it Was it that? You know, did you get that? And maybe was that with your mother and then she just hated to hear hear you say it to her, although she may have suspected it. I don't know. Is that, is that do you think that did that happen with anybody? Uh, I think it was with her because she, she had some inklings and everything. There were some times where she like, she's like, not many girls are calling the house as much because mind you this again is in the late 90s so this is a little before cell phones this was pages yeah. like i called to come into the house she's like yeah not so many girls are calling the house as much it, more men are calling the house and she's like 
are they gay? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I'm cool with everybody. But mm. when I say I came, because I came out in junior high, not junior, I came out my junior year of high school. So it was, it's this weird thing. And I found this to be a weird trope as well. For some reason, a guy that is, you know, black or Latino, if they're either, you're gay or he only messes with white girls. So for the most uh. part, which at that time I was only messing with white girls. So it was, oh, we didn't think you was gay. We just thought you messed with white girls and you know, you just preppy and you come from this background. And then some people were like, yeah, I figured you was gay, but it ain't none of my business. So it mm. was kind of 50-50 with that. Was yeah. the was the white girl thing just like a, a, a cover up or were you like really into these girls you were dating? No, I was really into them. I was really into them. And okay. it's funny because when I was trying to talk to the Latinas and the black girls, they wasn't feeling me because I'm not gonna say I was a square, but I was super preppy and, you know, it was different because I grew up in an all white area in Potomac, Maryland. So mm. when we came to Virginia, it was more diverse. So they're not really checking for the air quote Carlton Banks type of niggas. So it's like, yeah. okay. They want a rough so neck. The, they, yeah, they want a rough neck. So the girls that were more attracted to me were the white girls and they were like, okay, the blackness, the Latinoness gives you a little bit of edge. So I was like, okay, but I don't know, because even myself looking in things, I'm like, is this new gay or is he just into white girls? And a lot of times, it's the same thing, it's 50 50. But a lot of those times, those niggas are gay too, but you know. <laughs> Man, you, uh, so, so you having the experience of being with a woman, now you are, you know, you are gay. Is that like, how does that, I guess, I, because, I, you know, MJ kind of shared that, like his his experience too. He had a, he had a full blown girlfriend and a long term mm -hmm. girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Like how how does that work in your like? I guess you've experienced a woman. Is it just like not even an attraction now? Because I know you call women beautiful and you will be a woman's biggest cheerleader on Twitter. You know, regardless if it's Jackie or whoever else, man, beautiful women. Right. Um, just like the attraction to a woman though. How, how is that? Is it not, is it not there or, you know, um, like how, how does that, how does that go, man? Since, especially since you've, you've been with a woman before. I'll say this, and I'm gonna be frank, and you know, I, I don't, I don't want anybody to cancel me out there, but I'm gonna say this: mm -hmm. <laughs> for the physical piece, a hole is a hole. That, I'm gonna just say that a hole is a hole. <laughs> See, John, here come, this is John, this is John. I know, right here, come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like physically, like I'm a B. It's a hole. It's a hole. Emotionally, for some reason, I, I just. I could, I'm, I could have sex with a woman. Am I going to want to date and invest that time and energy? Mm -hmm. Probably not. And then I think of internally and maybe even subconsciously, most women are not going to want to deal with a man that deals with other men. And I know yeah. for a fact, yeah. I'm not going to not stop dealing with men. And maybe that plays a part in the back of my head. I don't know. But yeah, what I I would not not have sex with a woman. Like it's funny you ask that because I get approached and hit on by more women than I do men, and I wish it was the opposite of it. But Damn, to for answer real. your question, I could. I, I would. I yes, mean, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Damn. And and I guess, man, there's something that you 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 tweeted a while ago, and you've talked about on the show before. Uh, I know you you've talked about being uh uh you know you talk about the top and bottom men being top and bottoms and uh you're very vocal 
about not ever being a bottom. <laughs> is that is, is that correct? Like, <laughs> I'll let you. I'll let you explain it. Bro. <laughs> it's funny you say that because it makes me think of that uh, Janet Jackson clip with uh, the dude from Power. I, I'm good. Like I. I ain't putting nothing in my ass. Like, I'm good. This okay, is an exit-only okay. type of situation. Uh, I'm not bottoming for anyone. I'm good. So okay. Okay. with that piece, I'm just like, uh, you know. So I guess, nah, let me, I guess let me ask. I mean, outside of, like, is it anything, like, psychologically that goes with that? You know, what, you know, not trying to be too descriptive and make it all. But, like, what is it, what is it about that? Is it something like, like, um you you don't is it a, is it a power thing is it you know something like that that has to you know go with along with it or you just ain't you just ain't fucking with that <laughs> i feel it's a power thing like yeah, yeah. i, I i'm a control freak i like to control things i like to be fully aware of my circumstances i just can't see submitting or being submissive to anyone so for that i'm like i I'm not submissive in, in day to day and I'm not going to be submissive in the bedroom. So nah, it's, it's, it's not going to go down. I got you, man, man. Yeah. 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 It's the preferences. It is what it is. Yeah. At man. least you rec, at least you rec, you know, recognize it, realize it can be vocal about it. Everybody, uh, can't be vocal about preferences. And, yeah. and so that's, uh, right. that's good. So, or, or they get judged for their preferences. Yeah, I guess yeah. somebody right. listening right now, like what he mean? He never be. Like, hey man, if you don't feel, if he ain't trying right. to take it up back, then that's that's his yeah. prerogative. So 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 if a nigga want to get with John, he got to know it ain't it ain't rolling, man. It's not going. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's not going down like that. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, man, yeah. Um. Man, I, I, you know, I guess, man, another thing, you know, and uh, just another uh, one of the things I had jotted down, man, about this, like um, racism within like I, I've I've seen like you guys, like, you know, a lot of gays having the conversation with like, you know, like everything else. I guess we try to we separate these worlds in fairness. I'll just be transparent with it, man. We separate these worlds. Right. We separate worlds of that's the gay world versus that's the straight world. And I, I start seeing so many things that happen within the gay community, you know, just, you know, just like following you or following other people that are openly gay, just, you know, right. that that's just like very, you know, in a political world and or just when you start looking at like racism and some of the struggles gays have and you don't think about it like, you know, you're not only dealing with being, you know, you know, being considered a black man but now you're dealing with being gay too you know what i'm saying so what is what tell me some of those struggles man that you know that that you may have maybe an experience that you've had to have that that you know we may not even think of because i don't i think like are you black all right cool but now you got to deal with being gay and black all right that's a good question so i'm gonna try to answer it to the best of my ability and i look at it as far as this community goes kind of like white feminists white feminists and you know the lgbt community the white cis heterosexual men they're kind of one and the same they see their issues first and then everything else falls behind that they're all about you know equality and equity for women but 
that's under the lens of white women. So it, it kind of carries over from how I look at things with, you know, the, the LGBT community. So with that, it's like they don't see their privilege that you're 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 white first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So allegedly, allegedly, allegedly white and straight is the default when it comes to things. And it's that's not the case. So they don't understand that. Yeah you're gay but you're also white so you're going to benefit from these privileges as a black as a latino gay man i don't have the same privileges that you have i don't get the same allowances it's like Damn. i and i hate to be cliche i have to, i have to fight harder to even get a glimpse of what you get it's it's not fair and you know on paper that sucks it's the real world there's a way to finesse that you're not going to ever keep me down for too long. So I'm always going to find a way. If I can't get through the front door, I'm going to climb through the window. So that's always been my approach to things. Mm -hmm. Luckily, it has never been where it's like, oh, shit, this is really super oppressive. But, you know, I have friends and I have colleagues that have faced these things, especially in corporate America. And those things suck because, again, you tout all this, oh, diversion, inclusiveness, and you don't really back it up. It's fun to say on paper. It's fun to send an email with a silly little picture during June when it's Pride Month, but where is that the rest of the year? Where, where is the equity? Where is the equality? It's not really there. So mm -hmm. that shit irks me to, to no end. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting, man. I, I, I kind of got a, a question on that because I, uh, you know, I, I'll see you know posts that say you know um you know tr trans you know men and women are black black trans men and women are black too should be celebrated black history month stuff like that and um right. and I, I i i completely agree you know what i'm saying but right. my question is like doesn't I don't, I don't i don't i don't fully understand the calling out of it so like for example if I'm at a leukemia march. You're not hearing people like, well, prostate cancer is important too. It's like, all right, I get it. We got the leukemia march. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about cancer, but this is specific to leukemia. So it's like, how does it, how does that fall into play? You know, like almost, uh, you know, a Black Lives Matter versus All Lives Matter. And you're like, well, Black Lives Matter. Well, All Lives Matter too. It's like, yeah, we know that, but right now we're talking about Black Lives. And so then, does does that like take any part in in you know when when people are saying like yeah we're black too don't forget about us it's not it's not like i don't know i, I personally just never looked at it as like certain types of black people are being forgotten about but it is often said that they are and they want to be included so mm, hopefully I hopefully you can shed you know what i'm saying some light on how you know you are being excluded from your own community Okay, so that's and, and a good question. Take, and yeah, that, and you could take it like for Black History Month just as an example of like this holiday and like how do you feel excluded as a black gay man during Black History Month? Uh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Okay. That's that's a good question. A loaded question, but a good question nonetheless. So <laughs> I get where you're coming from because the whole trans thing you would think because I've been out for 20 years that everything is all-encompassing and that's not the case the whole trans thing is still new to me i'm still learning about it because i'm gonna be honest seven eight years ago 
was I saying some you know some inappropriate things or not to be malicious, but that's where we were mm -hmm. seven eight years ago. So I think the issue, and I can't speak for everyone, I think the issue when we bring in to fact or the the conversation of trans is that when it comes to black history, when it comes to you know the black narrative, the default is straight. The default is cis straight women and men black women and men and a lot of times we're not represented because when things go down we're one of the first groups we're already marginalized we show up for the community as a whole but the whole community doesn't show up for us mm. on our situations and i understand it's rooted in you know we want to quote the bible we want to do those things so mm. We're kind of second class citizens in that regards. That makes sense. That makes all kinds of sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I ain't think of it like that. Because you say like we're showing right. up for y'all, but y'all ain't showing up for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we, yeah. yeah, when it comes to, the, when we talk about the black history, but nah, keep them over there. They can't talk. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I mean, they got to be right. representing too. I get it. I get it. Because I, I mean, I, just to be completely, you know, transparent and fair. Have I been to, you know, black history events? Yeah. But have I been to a pride event or pride march? I haven't. I never participated in a pride march. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I mean, right. he makes a, uh, that's a solid point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's not uh, anything intentional or malicious. It's just something I just never, I've never been to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, right, no, but, but, you know what I mean? You go to you know, uh, uh, any kind of a black history month you event, and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, the, hell, the whole LG, black LGBTQ plus community is 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 there you know putting in work you know what i'm saying yeah, so it's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I, I i could feel that i could sense. feel exactly what you're saying yeah um john i said something we you know in a jokey manner i was on a i was on a drunken night show uh yeah a uh, couple couple i didn't say a joke and i said i don't play with this but uh, right i uh -oh. said man Disclaimer. i don't play hey yeah man i don't play because i got a seven-year-old anything if I, I you know i'm like i still got time for i don't play well, with right. hand, i don't play with handicapped people i don't play with making fun of anybody that's at a disadvantage in society because i have him that could possibly happen so i don't want no bad energy coming that way you know what i mean so right. and we, you know we was just kind of loosely just having fun on the show on a, on a night show like you know like always and um we mentioned uh having a stroke and uh i don't even know how to con i don't even know the, the context of the conversation but i seen you i seen you re respond man and i've seen yeah. pictures of when you you know when you when you when the, was it a stroke right is yeah, what you had? yeah, yeah. When, when you, I've seen pictures of you in the in the hospital, with you, uh, you know, recovering, and now, man, looks like you're doing pretty well. Man, take yeah, us yeah. back. What take us back, man? What happened, man? You know, how long ago? Like, kind of let's let's go through that journey. All right, so yeah, we're almost at. Well, I'm almost at the five year mark. So March will make five years. Um, I've been a workaholic. I have been a workaholic since I was a kid. So I'm 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 borderline type A personality. So I'm a go, go, go. I'ma just do everything under the sun. I can never not be moving. So it just it just happened. It was me working, you know, 70, 80 hours a week, doing all this stuff, you know, caretaking for my grandparents. You know, it had just happened one day I was you know, I was chilling, doing my taxes, got up, 
I was like, shit, my leg is kind of falling asleep. Went to get some water, fell down in the dining room. I was like, shit. So in my head, I'm talking and I'm like, I'm let me let me speak out loud. And it's like, it's all slurred. I'm like, shit, mind you, I'm on the third floor of my, my apartment's on the third floor. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, how the fuck am I going? What is going on? So it was, the Lord works in mysterious ways. So my best friend was actually in town and we were supposed to meet up for dinner. So mind you, I can't walk, like half my body is paralyzed. Like, yeah. I wanna say it was, a, it was the left side. So I text him with one hand, 911, come, come, come help me. So mind you, this is in the dining room. So probably like a couple feet away from the door. So I'm sliding on the carpet to the door to Damn. unlock the door. He already knew where I lived. So he came up and, you know, he took me to the hospital. Luckily, you know, they said it was a small stroke, but it was a stroke nonetheless and I'm like yo I'm only 33 years old like I should not be having a stroke at this point right so since then I've just been about self-care preservation like I'm not working I'm not gonna be a workaholic like I'm good if shit shit don't get done it don't get done that's what it is damn man that that journey man it, it took you how long did it get you to getting back to being like even somewhat normal man let's see so it's funny because when I even launched the podcast, like I launched the podcast like a month after the stroke. So I was only paralyzed for that week. And I want to say I, cause it happened on a Friday night. I got released from the hospital Sunday afternoon. Um, and little by little, I want to say within 90 days, I was, probably back to 85% as I was before. Probably by the end of the year, I was about 95%. Oh, okay, okay. And just slow recovery. Man, I'm telling you, bro, there's a couple things that scared me, man, because it's like those things that you can't avoid, man. You see people who are healthy. You see people who are young. Yeah. Strokes. I just, uh, I had a a childhood friend, man. He's still, you know, learning how to walk. He just had, he was at work one day, bro, and just, just had a stroke, man. Nothing, nothing, there was nothing that warned it. It just, it just came on out of nowhere, bro. That, man, and losing my memory, man. Those are two things that just scared the hell out of me, dog. Cause, man, bro, like, ah, I just, and just having to learn how to walk again, just having to someone help you use the restroom, all kind of stuff, man. So, man, John, I'm yeah. glad you, I'm glad you back good, bro. Because <laughs> man, Absolutely. thank you, me too. Yeah, uh, oof, I yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, my situation, cuz with the little yeah, yeah. tingling I have, I didn't know what that was, bro. So, uh, that I, I, that was definitely one of the things that I, you know I was praying wasn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. An issue, you know what I mean, that I wasn't suffering from. So, yeah. uh, yeah, bro, it's scary. That's 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 scary. I'm definitely glad to hear you, you know, yeah. recover. Nigga, I done woke thank up before, you, woke up in the middle of the night sleeping on that arm. That arm be feeling heavy. I'm like, what's going right, on? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But, man, yeah, John, I'm glad you're good, bro. I'm glad, um, Glad thank man, you, thank you, 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 you back normal, man. Man, let's have some fun, man. I got a scenario, y'all. 
I got a scenario okay. for us, man. Let's All see. All right, let's cook it up. Let's cook it up. All right, cool. Uh, it's a relationship scenario. A uh, friend of mine had a cousin uh, text him and was like, yo, cuz, I need some help. So her cousin is in a relationship with uh, someone that they that they that they love, and he like cause she's she's everything that I that I want. Um, I should have wrote this down. I'm just going off the I'm going off straight freestyling it. But everything that I want, um, you know, we've been together for however long, but the fulfillment of intimacy isn't there. She does not like giving head. She will not give me head. She wants me to perform oral sex with her on her, but she will not. And he Party enjoys foul. it. And he enjoys it a lot. So this isn't oh, someone that he's just. Party yeah. So he isn't someone. It's just not somebody he's just like banging out. This is someone he loves. Mm-hmm. What is the advice that you give to the guy who is dealing with this? What do you do? You said he been together with been with this person for how long? I don't know the time period, but he's in love. Like I want to marry her. Like this is someone that I want to be with for the rest of my life. But the intimacy, the only thing is, like, there's limitations there on the intimacy. I don't know how he didn't recognize that early in the game. However, we're here now. What advice do we give him? Uh, John, again. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got it. Go. Uh, you muted, John. I can see. I can see your little icon uh, on your mic. Oh, there you go. Right, so there the first, is. the first thing is you need to ask this woman why are you? Why don't you want to suck dick? Like, is there? Is, <laughs> what, what's the reason? Like, what's what is the reason? What? Why? Like, that is why. Once you find out why, then you need to finesse the situation. Well, if you're not gonna do it, I don't want to disrespect our relationship. I don't want to cheat. Throw up the idea of threesomes. Maybe bring a third into the into the bedroom. John is resourceful. I'm just saying, like, if she's not gonna <laughs> do it, bring someone into the situation that'll do it. We can both enjoy her. We can both get off. I'm not outside the relationship, but I'm also getting my dick sucked. So that's my advice. Okay. Okay. Damn. That, that's 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 I'm not resourceful. That's resourceful. I'm I am uh, I am on a different uh, playing field where um, I, I it got to be some compromise, dog. You know what I mean? Like there, there's no there's no way. Like you can't you can't be like yeah you can eat me out, but you ain't you ain't getting no head ever. Like you might as well forget it. Like that's just not how it works. So so what do you do? You, you leave her. If that's what it comes to, bro, you love her. You want to. This the woman you want to have your she kids. She don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> she don't love oh, me. Man. That's what. That's what Buddy needs to realize. Cause she's not compromising, man. Every. I mean, there's compromising every relationship. So if she's not willing to bend. She's if she's just all give me, give me, give me, and not 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 reciprocating anything. I mean, that's 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 just on head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's no telling what else you're gonna face within that relationship, especially if you start talking about marriage. Uh, that you're gonna run into this whole, you know, this is about me. You don't get nothing. You know what I mean? This is just one thing. Is there's gonna be more. Um, so yeah, I think you need to go ahead and and, and address that now. So if it ain't gonna, so you leaving your soulmate. 
The compromise is the threesome. If you're not going to compromise and do that, then we might need to go our separate ways. Damn. Uh, that, I would, he don't I would know do, the soulmate. He just said he love him, man. Oh, he want to be with her, want to marry her. You know what I mean? I, I think that, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm just, again, when it comes to these so. scenarios, <laughs> I give you the limit amount that I'm giving. We just we okay. create. Um, I'm with John. Uh, no, ages. I, I'm with I'm with John on the fact the part of trying to understand and try to get to the bottom of why why won't you you know what I'm saying especially if we're grown and you expect me to perform oral sex on you obviously exactly. you know what I'm saying you're okay with oral sex of outside of you not giving to me what happened what, let's let's get to the resource and find out was it some nigga made you do it were you abused as a kid what is it that's causing you to say you know what I mean no nah, I don't I don't want to do it you know what I'm saying because it has to be a reason because if you're okay with me going down on you you know what I mean like what, what's up what what happened to you or what's going on with you are not open with giving oral sex and just I, I just don't want to do it is not good enough we're gonna have to come up with a, a reason on you know what I mean what's going but, on but see that's my thing it's like why why it so like if they gave a reason like what reason is good enough for you you know what I'm saying why do they have to give a reason and and if they, if they if they're not gonna change their mind, what difference does knowing the reason why matter? Because well, the re- they still well, ain't gonna give you no neck after they tell you not really. That's why they're not giving it to you? Yeah, that's they, not. You said they, they said they're not gonna give you no dome. <laughs> so to that's what I said. that's no, the no, fact. No, it's not the fact because a lot of times if you if you uh, get to the bottom of something and then we can address it and then that person might get comfortable with doing it. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what the case is. So, like, let's just say let's just let's take it away from giving head. Like if somebody dealt with a certain type of trauma in their life and they just don't do it. And then you be like, yo, let's attack this. Let's face it. Let's figure out what's going on. And then that person might get more comfortable with doing something that uh, was a trauma in their life since since they was three and never faced it and never got to the bottom of it, it might be something like that. G, I don't know. I don't know. But they might not, and they might be. I mean, I'm know, just saying. We you. just give. We yeah, give yeah, it my. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah I'm just but you, if my, you don't my ask, devil if, advocate if, if you don't ask, like, look, if you don't look, ask, you don't know. <laughs> I, look, I, I don't. I don't need to know the reason. Ah, see, you tripping, man. <laughs> Come on, dog. What's the? Because it's not going to change anything. Man, what if her last boyfriend beat her ass and made her suck dick for 24 hours? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it could be some extreme, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, <laughs> it's okay, and so then she tells you that. That that don't change nothing. She still just because she got it off her chest don't mean nah, she's gonna slap you down now. <laughs> nah, just... man. When you in relationships, man, you gotta try to get to like, cause we all got traumas. We got all things that we may not want to do because of childhood trauma or something that happened. But when you get with someone that you could trust and they can they can get to the bottom of it and they can feel like you could trust them, they might be you may be willing to do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It may be that. Just trying to finesse some head up out of a bed. Just, just call it a wrap. I just ain't going to lead a girl that I love. You know what I mean? We got to at least talk about it. TC just did. Love love <laughs> man. Oh, man. But yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So, but yeah, man, that was a scenario. I wanted to, I wanted us to, I got that, man. And, uh, but I think, I think I got the update. Uh, I think they did just kind of. I think they just kind of, I think they did. 
decide to go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because she was, she probably wasn't willing to compromise. Now, I don't. Like, I don't know the reason why. I don't know the reason why, yeah. but I know they did end up going their separate ways. So, but yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I would assume that's why. Cause like, look, I ain't no resolve. You still ain't gone. All right. Okay. Well, look. Yeah, I, I guess know. we gotta go ahead and just figure this out. You gotta. You gotta get you a, a dude who don't like head, and then y'all can be happily ever after. Yeah, There's someone no, out man. there. There's someone they, out there. They'll probably get back together. He'd probably be like, man, I'll, 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 I'm going to figure out a way to trick her into giving me some hair, get her drunk or something. I don't know. See, I don't know. No, man. <laughs> <can't finish>. no, <laughs> like but anyway, but John, man, <laughs> trick head, you know what I mean? But John, man, give us those AKs, man. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, AKA. Oh, hold on. Oh, let me think, man. You would think I know these. Ah, oh, nah, shit. Man, you read them? I thought you'd be flipping them off the head, man. Okay, I thought you'd be nah, freestyling. Nah, nah. Nah, I don't read them. Like, I'm just, I'm not in Get, get your mind mode, right. So I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. All right, let's see. AKA, Cuban Rose in the Flesh, podcast quarterback, Fidel Cashflow, the Blotino, Brad Pitt, on these hoes, Chief Bone Jones, Bro Livia Pope, the Prince of Potomac, the young OG, BKA, being hot, get you the MVP, Staying high gets you Hall of Fame. Those are the AKAs. Hey. Dropped <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. Yeah, man. Uh, John, man, I want that intro, G. I need to be on the intro. TC and I can do it, bro. He does a he has someone do an intro. Uh well not not every show, but he he'll have another right. podcaster do an intro on the show, a drop. So me and T C need to hey, do that drop, man. Yeah, <laughs> Let oh, us man. know. <laughs> Let us know, G. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, you have my email. Send me um send me a drop and I will use it on an upcoming show. Bet, bet. We get one in. We get one in for sure. I appreciate that. Yeah, oh, man, man, John, we appreciate man. you, man. Man, we appreciate you swinging through, man, being transparent like I knew you would. Um, Thank man, we, you, Bobby. Yeah, man, I think it was time, man. You came on this 250, baby. Yeah. 250 I know, that's episodes. what's up. I made it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man, that's kind of, it's, it's cool, Slick, man. I'm man. glad, man. And like I said before, man, honestly, though, man, I, I think, like, you did kind of, you brought a lot of these, a lot of the podcasts, the amateur podcasts, like I said, the 20 the twenty to 25 uh, shows that, you know, mm-hmm. some have come, some have gone, but you definitely, man, you have kind of been the person that's kind of been the glue. Like, I, I give you, Jackie, Paco, the flowers, when most definitely because you guys have always kind of introduced a new show or supported the current shows. And like you said, Thank man, the, you. the quarterback, man, what was this hashtag we used to use, man? You said if somebody else uses you on their head. What was that we used to use, bro? Oh, old hashtag was we all win. Yeah, we all win. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's funny, so that man. Yeah, man. John had John had a you know. Uh, I appreciate you, bro. Honestly, man. Again, like I said, thank you for coming through, bro. Thanks um, for having me on. Taking your taking out you know the time out of your evening, man. Hey, before you go, bro, where can they find you? Well, you can find the podcast on most streaming apps, the John Effect Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at the John Effect. And that's pretty much where I'm at. Your Twitters and Instagram and all that, man. We will tag you on all that, but you know, just just for the for the sake of it, man. You know, what, what are those sure. Ta- Twitter is the John Effect. Instagram is the John Effect Podcast, and that's where I'm at on social media. 
Yes, Cheers. sir. Yes, Cheers. sir. TC, man, if they want to listen to this episode over and over and over in any of our past episodes, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email to stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. 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 Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, man, if you guys are out there, you know, one of the things that I talked about, John, I talked with John and I talked to Jared, man. If you have not found that foundation of being confident within yourself, regardless if it did not stop, start at home, hey, find it. Find it now. Find out what is going to make you secure within yourself. And if you have kids, man, like you heard in our last two episodes, man, each guest have told you it starts at home. Home. Mm-hmm. So make sure you give your kids the confidence. Make sure you tell them they're beautiful and tell them that they can be and conquer the world however they want to be. Smart. You, you is kind. You is involved. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, man. Thank you guys for listening to Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. Peace.